in a culture like ours, uh, the Tamil culture going back thousands of years, we have always had open minds, open hearts. Uh, our motto has been Yadu Mure Yavurum Kele. In that sense, we are also very proud to acknowledge the contribution of the Jain community over centuries in Chennai, in Tamil Nadu. And uh, I think it's a mark of that, that of the 68 chapters in India, it's actually the Chennai chapter that won the best chapter award. Because I'm, I'm, I'm instinctively, I expect that the Jain community in Mumbai or Ahmedabad or Jaipur or Delhi or Calcutta is a much bigger community by size than it is in Chennai. So it just goes to show you two things. One, how industrious and productive all of you are. Two, how compatible and welcoming we are. And we want to work together with you. We request your contribute contributions to our society, to our community, to the greater joint goal of reaching uh, the one trillion, as our MC here has pointed out. But I, you know, this is an installation ceremony. It's not a place for a politician to make a speech. I just want to maybe say two or three things and then, uh, you know, exit gracefully. We have a philosophy. You know, what makes us separate, what I would say marks the Dravidian movement, what certainly my chief minister espouses every day, is not just that we have an ambition to reach a particular scale on economy, but that we want to do it our way. And our way is a very inclusive, equitable way. We want to make sure that everybody has access to education, everybody has a path to social mobility, that everybody can aspire to improve in their lifetime, in their children's lifetime, and that therefore there are not doors that are closed because of, you know, historical uh, hierarchies or castes or systems or things like that. In that sense, I would say, uh, you know, what I heard of the GTO's ambitions are not that different, right? You have ambitions that are very aggressive in terms of your scale, of your businesses, of your impact in the economy, but you also do so much work in charity, in supporting the poor, in orphanages, in homes for the poor, in training, in education, in health. So it's this kind of combination that you deliver really good results and you do it in a compassionate and inclusive way that I think marks us and I think marks you. You cannot get such acceleration or such great results without continuously adapting. And I was very um, pleased to see in the introduction of the new uh, chairman the concept of change repeated multiple times. You know, every day, I've always been an agent of change because I think as an immigrant, very young, in the United States, I realized I was at the end of an era because I had come from India. When I first started consulting in the U.S. in the late 80s, early 90s, most of the blue-collar workers working in high-end manufacturing, you know, I'm talking about uh, defense or automotive, were getting paid so well that they could afford second homes, holiday homes, boats, planes, you know, little planes. 
And I could see that that was not a sustainable thing. You know, if globalization would allow people like me to go and study in the U.S., sooner or later, globalization would make sure that those jobs and those factories would also become uh, unsustainable from a cost perspective. And so I used to advise all my friends on the shop floor as to be an industrial consultant starting about 89 or 90. I said, guys, this won't last. Make sure you send your children to college to learn something about technology or you know, some other field because this ability to do skilled manual labor and make this kind of money is probably going away. And it was true. Some people saw it, some people didn't, but it definitely happened. Changes are constant, as somebody put in the slide here. And what I've always tried to do is be the driver of change, because change is going to happen one way or the other. If you get to drive it, at least you get to shape the world tomorrow. If you're not that, uh, what can I say, ambitious, at least you're smart enough to realize that change is going to happen and you'll be flexible and adapt. And then maybe, you know, there are some people who don't realize or still want to stick to the ways of 20, 30, 50 years ago, and usually change washes over them like a tide. And I've had this conversation with my chief minister many times and then said that, you know, the change is upon us. We either shape it, adapt to it, or get wiped out. That's basically our choices. In that sense, I would say profound change requires a constant battle. Superficial change is very easy. Profound change requires constant battle, but it produces dramatic results. And I think, again, what will distinguish the five years of my chief minister's term, starting last year in the depth of the second wave of the crisis, is that we are going to achieve profound change. And that's because we're fighting every day, in every way, to bring about uh, procedural, personnel, alignment, financial, structural change. It's also fitting, I think, that uh, the theme should be chess, both for the Olympiad that was very successfully concluded. But I think what certainly I, as a minister or a former managing director in a large bank with global responsibilities, what I try to do every day, which is to plan two or three moves ahead. You never plan for today. You plan for six months, one year, two years. I remember speaking to my chief minister after the MP election. I had predicted that we would win by a minimum of 8 or 9 percent. And in the end, we won by 23 percent. Right after, 22.6 percent. Right after that election, I saw him and I said, uh, I'm not actually worried about the election in 21. I'm worried about how we're going to govern after we get elected. We should start planning that now. So we started that plan two years before we came to office, and that helped us hit the ground running. I think the other aspect of chess that I uh, relate to and practice every day is to constantly assess where the risks are coming from, what are the new likely kind of uh, impacts or waves. So, for example, I'm certainly um, very concerned that uh, we may enter into a global recession sometime in the next two or three years. 
And uh, of course, we need to worry about it from multiple perspectives. But I can assure you, at least as far as the government of Tamil Nadu is concerned, I've already started to build in financial hedging in multiple ways. And therefore, I'm fairly confident that were a global recession or even a national recession to hit us, that Tamil Nadu will fare better than most states because we've already put the plans in place. I think the last thing I would say that's related to chess is that sometimes you lose the battle and you have to remember to get back up when you get knocked down and uh, stay the course till you win the war, right? There's no one immediate success. It's, it's a marathon. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But when you lose, you kind of keep the resolve, uh, get back up, and if you play well enough, no one battle is fatal, you can still win the war. So I think uh, both in the strategic context that was explained here and in what I do, there's also that in common. Let me just close by saying that uh, I think the comments made by several people here today about making a difference, about leaving a mark, I think these are the aspirations that propel humanity to great heights, individually, collectively. That we want to leave something behind. We want to leave the world a better place. We want to leave society a more humane, compassionate, inclusive, considerate group than we saw it. But I think also in the, in the Jain community, I notice the two aspects of that. On the one hand, great vision, great ambition in entrepreneurship, in financial outcomes, in scale, in impact, but at least with some of the Jains, the more kind of orthodox that I've seen, they have a real commitment to having as low a negative impact on the world as well. You know, they watch where they step, they, 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 they wear masks before things like COVID came about. So this parallel track of doing as little harm as possible and simultaneously doing as much good as possible, I think is something that we can all learn from and emulate. So um, I'm sure the new team, the community will continue to reach new heights. I wish all of you well. I thank you again for inviting me. And I will say, Nandri, Wanaka.